0: Here, yeah, Emric Obamayang fires Arsenal to the Europa League final. Eden Hazard fires Chelsea to the uh, Europa League final. We've got Lucas Mora who fires Spurs to the Champions League final. And a uh, Liverpool side that steamrolled Barcelona to uh, book their spot in the back to back Champions League final. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is. Episode number 45 of the Paninka View Podcast. I'm your host and analyst today, Prasad Bhutkar. And I'll be going solo once again because uh, I've been traveling and we've we've kind of uh, got some issues uh, meeting up. But that's okay because we'll be back on Monday. Slomo will be back. He's itching to go, I know. Uh, Sorry, Slomo. I'm doing this alone because we have to put out an episode today. But we'll be back on Monday. We'll be back with all the um happenings from the weekend which is the final premier league match day of the season remember when we started back in october we started late but we damn sure ending it on a high and what a race it's been in the premier league but we first got to speak about the european knights because it's been a top-seater week for football fans for the english fans the domination is back and all english champions league final and all english europa final for the first time ever four teams from england are, f- are going to compete in uh, all four teams are from england and three of them are from london well uh, i don't know what to say about that but it's for the first time that is it has happened and it's going to be a crackjack of a semi-final. So, what are you waiting for? Episode number 45 of the Pannenka podcast is here. And like, I love it. I love the way we discuss uh, the Europa League first because it happened last night. And we've got two games for you. Starting with the red sauce celebration from the two Arsenal strikers and the Wakanda forever thing. So, Arsenal 4-2 victors over Valencia in the second leg. And... uh, seven three winners on aggregate well that that, that didn't look like uh, coming uh, when Kevin Gamero put them ahead in the 11th minute and everyone thought that it's a night of European comebacks that Valencia would turn it around but Alexander Lacazette so brilliant in that header that laid it on a plate for Obama who had a lot to do post that to finish and that's 130 that's what 113 million is going to give you two world-class strikers combining yet again and it's their tie Two from Laka in the first leg and one from Oba. And Oba starting off where he finished the first leg. Grabbing that away. Goal. Silencing the Mastaya. And then Alexander Lacazette making it 2-1 in the 50th minute. Jose Gaya losing it out to Obamayang And then Lucas Torreira laying it on a plate for Alexander Lacazette. Who again had to do a lot. Who had to hold off Paulista and uh, uh, turn and score past Neto and then we all thought that in the 50th minute Kevin Gameros 2-2 might still be some hope for Valencia but it wasn't to be because Arsenal were, went all guns firing to the Mastaya and Ashley Maitland-Niles pinpoint cross at the near post touched home from uh, Obama Aubameyang for his second on the night and then a sensational uh, combination with his former BVB buddy Mikitarian to make it Three, four, two on the night. Three goals for Obama Yang. Four in the tie. It's it's a laka at Obama Yang tie. By the way, three for laka in both the legs and uh, four for Obama Yang. And what a what a time to step up! What a time to step up when your club needed you the most. And the Arsenal fans breathe a sigh of relief because they're going to Baku to face another London side, Chelsea, who did it the hard way on penalties. Eden Hazard probably with his last kick at Stamford Bridge. Firing Chelsea to the Europa League final and uh, they had all to do because Robin his cheek put them ahead But then Luka Jovic uh, Firing them level in the 49th minute and since then I think Frankfurt missed a couple of chances on the line to finish off the game and um, Chelsea had the chances of their own to finish the game, but uh, None uh, none of them taken and then in the penalty shootout um Despite as pelicotas uh, miss, Kepa is a blaga saving two penalties from Frankfurt and David Lewis and Eden Hazard making no mistake, 4-3 on penalties, firing the London side into another Europa League final. Their first since 2013, where they actually went on to win it. But for Arsenal and Unai Emery, this is their way to Champions League football next season. They have to win it. They have to go there and they have to win it because runners-up spot won't be doing any favors for them. So it's all set up, isn't it? In Baku next week. It's 29th of May. It's a midweek. It's a Wednesday. 12:30 a.m. game, and for both sets of fans. It's a big occasion because it's a European final. Arsenal entering their first European final since that heartbreaking night in Paris against Barcelona. We all remember what happened that night. I'm not going to go much into the details there. And for Chelsea, it's a shot at another trophy, another big trophy. Mind you, they've won the Champions League in 2012 and the Europa League in 2013, becoming only the first English side to do that. And then we all know United won that Europa League in 2017, but uh, all eyes on Chelsea-Arsenal. Well, we're not going to do much of Ole's at the wheel in this episode, but we're definitely going to talk about Jürgen at the wheel and his Barcelona, his Liverpool side, sorry, steamrolling. And I mean steamrolling Barcelona. And kicking them out of the Champions League. Well, I had, well, I had a lot of criticism for the episode name that I put in, where Messi blew Liverpool away. Well, you're going to come up with, I'm going to come up with a very good caption for this episode as well, and it was Liverpool who did the damage to Barcelona and ensured that they bottled a three-goal lead for the second time in two years. Remember the Roma game? Well, um, they're going to have nightmares for a long, long time, and Lionel Messi and Co have to come up with. The goods, something special next season to actually win this trophy because there was no Real Madrid, there was no PSG, there was no Bayern Munich. This could have been their best chance, and this could be anyone's best chance to go. So, Liverpool turning that tie around, and let's see how that happened. Well, Diwak Origi coming in to replace Mohamed Salah, and uh, you, had, uh, you had a scrappy lineup there because you had Desert and Shakiri who came in to replace um Bobby Firmino and from then on people th- thought that we can it be possible but as Arsene Wenger says it's Anfield the reason why they do so well at Anfield is the atmosphere and that's what exactly happened at Anfield um Andrew Robertson going off injured but then um what happened in the next part is that Robertson going off injured and uh they, uh, everyone thought that it's 1-0 and it's Barcelona, had two ball goals to get. Can that happen and can that uh, uh, can they turn it around? And uh, now they've already lost Keita, Fasala and formino and now Robertson. But then it was Gini Wijnaldum who stepped up and got those two goals. I mean, two goals from two crosses, one from Trent Alexander-Arnold who's been brilliant this uh, season and he's now got 13 assists from a defender who's uh, two defenders, over 10 assists uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold grabbing his 13th, and uh, we've got Robertson, who's on 11th. So, they've done so well, full fullbacks, and uh, he was the one, Trent Alexander-Arnold was the one, with a cheeky corner, which kind of caught Barcelona out, and then on Divock Origi doing the end favor tapping it in brilliant finish brilliant thinking from alexander arnold deceived everyone and four nil on the night barcelona one goal could have made a difference but uh, that strong backline and Allison just too much for barcelona jürgen klopp doing a detailed study of what how barcelona players were getting restless when there were whistles when they were committing those fouls and losing the ball and that's exactly what he asked his players to do is to deny them spaces Fabinho had a very good game we had the front three had a very good game you could see Milner step up Henderson step up and that's Anfield man and that's Jurgen Klopp and credit to Jurgen Klopp who's done so well over the years at Liverpool I mean when when he first came in they finished eighth and now they've Been battling for the Premier League title for the Champions League, they are battling for all trophies on all fronts. And uh, it's about time that uh, it's be uh, the the, there is a trophy at Anfield, which is bound to happen now because Liverpool are in the Champions League final and they could bring home their sixth European Cup by the way, after that sensational 2005 uh, Champions League final, which is touted to be the best UCL. Final in ages, so that's for Liverpool versus Barcelona for you. And moving on with our next game, which is Ajax versus Spurs at the Cruyff Arena. Well, uh, ter- have uh, sorrow for the Ajax team because they were so close to the final, and uh, Mauricio Pochettino's side grabbing that last, the, the third away goal towards the last end of the game the last kick of the game i would say and uh, eric Hag's side so close to another to a final and it's been a breathtaking season for them they have knocked out real madrid the holders they have knocked out juventus and they go out to tottenham hotspur for Maurizio bochettino and tottenham it's a ucl final without spending a penny in the last two transfer windows and that's that's another uh, side which has done so well despite its financial restrictions and a new stadium so credit where it's due lucas mora the hat-trick hero from the second uh, semi-final which is ajax versus tottenham and he got that finish in the end well it was anyone's game till then and uh, you know Ajax had done so well to hold them off but credit to Maurizio Pochettino uh, bringing off Vector Vanyama and putting in Llorente bringing in that threat where you, the Spurs then went for all those long balls uh, that aerial presence, that physical presence in uh, and around the D, Llorente making space for Lucas Moura who grabbed two goals and even the third goal was kind of Uh, all down to that physical presence. Well, um, Pochettino uh, has been uh, uh, wonderful in all these areas. He's been an excellent motivator. He's been an excellent coach. And his tears and post-match interview tell you a lot about what he's been through. And he's a Champions League finalist now. And that's more than enough for Spurs to be proud of because um, they've shown, these two clubs, Liverpool and Spurs, have shown that it can be done without... Spending a lot of money. Well, the net spend for both is very low, and we are expecting a cracking. Champions League final for Arsenal fans, it's it's a nightmare that Spurs are in the final for Liverpool for United fans, it's a nightmare that Liverpool are in the final. It's kind of a Manchester versus Arsenal off the line final, <laughs> and both teams hoping that their rivals don't win it. Well, um, you can catch that final on first June uh, night. That's the second in uh, India 12:30 a.m. It's a Sunday morning, so it's a weekend. Bring in your pizzas, bring in it, bring in your booze and bring all the chicken you have and enjoy that Champions League final from Wanda, Metropolitana, Stadium, Atletico Madrid. Also, we have news for United fans because they won't be... Um, uh, potentially, it looks like City are on their way to the Premier League title. Liverpool are, or Spurs are on their way to UCL title. Uh, Chelsea or Arsenal on their way. To a European Cup as well as a result of the Europa League and if Arsenal go on to win the Europa League and Liverpool go on to win the Champions League Spurs Chelsea already qualified through the top four and obviously City if they win there they have already qualified for the Champions League next season we'll have five English sides playing UCL next season and there won't be Manchester United. So, it's heartbreaking for those fans who a decade ago were at the peak of their powers with Sir Alex Ferguson gone. And it's just been six years that he's left the club and uh, there's a lot of work to do for Ole Gunnar, Solskjaer, Ed Woodward and everyone at the helm. So, it's there's a lot to look out to in the coming weeks. Well, let's turn our attention now to the Premier League where... Uh, Liverpool eked out that win at Newcastle. Divock Origi scoring that winner towards the end and uh, grabbing what looked like uh, three points dropped, but crucial three points firing Liverpool back on top momentarily till Leicester went to the Etihad Stadium where Man City were frustrated for 70 minutes and tensions rising commit they are, commit the man, Vincent company, stepping up for the Liverpool side when needed. Also, uh, a screamer, his first outside-the-box goal since 2013, and I think that's the first time, I feel it's, that's the first time he scored in six years, and uh, he's fired them back to the top of the Premier League table, it's in their hands to lose now. And they could finish off as high as 98 points and Liverpool could finish as high as 97 points and still not win the Premier League. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to yourself? Are you you seeing the Premier League table? A team getting 97 points and not winning the Premier League title. That might be heartbreaking. But Liverpool fans, you deserve a European trophy. And uh, I hope Liverpool wins that European trophy soon enough. Well, for um, United fans next season is crucial because they will be looking to see what happens Whoa, the, the ins and out of the club as my as my friends say that the pensioners need to be kicked out and they need some key players who play for the crest and uh, uh it's in shambles at the moment well even for arsenal uh, the league form was shambolic because they dropped Yet another two points to Brighton at home, uh, just picking up one in the last four games. And that's where the Champions League race has ended for them through the top four way, by the way. But they're in the Europa League final. For Chelsea, third spot looks imminent. It's in their hands. They beat Watford 3-0. They travel to Leicester on the final day. And irrespective of what happens, they will be in the top four because Arsenal uh, will uh, be out of that third spot race because chelsea are clearly five points ahead and with one game to go so um so much to look forward to this weekend it's the penalty mate is the final weekend what am i saying i'm not even wrong. i'm hungover by all the results and uh, there's so much to look forward to for messi and co dejection in the ucl for liverpool and co it's another special special night at anfield and kudos to that anfield crowd and jurgen Klopp. i mean they made it so hostile for barcelona to get on the ball there were jeers all over when barcelona were on the ball and they were so loud cheering and chanting when liverpool were on the ball and they did their job as 12th men and uh for Arsenal and Chelsea, double delight. It's an all-English Champions League and Europa League final. The first time it's happened where all four teams are from the same country. And, by the way, three from London. So, what a time to be alive, isn't it? A London fan. <laughs> Not London fan. Well, uh, the only highlight is that you have to look out for the Premier League weekend this uh, Sunday. And uh, that's the that's where it ends. Uh, a nine-month journey. And uh, episode number forty five of the Panenka view is also nearing its end. Well, uh, looking at the Bundesliga title race, BVB bottling a two-goal lead at Werder Bremen, Bayern winning three one at Hanover, three one at home against Hanover. And that means that Bayern are four points ahead of the Borussia Dortmund side. Lucian Favre side who was touted to win the league. Anything can happen. Bayern face Leipzig and Frankfurt in their final two games, and um, Dortmund have Dusseldorf and back. Well, it's in Bayern's hand now to bottle it if they want to, but they have in firm control of yet another Bundesliga title for Lucien Favre and co. They can just hope and make sure they win that they win their games and leipzig and frankfurt do them a favor so uh, it's been a cracking uh, season um, this is the best champions league season we've witnessed and who knows that you they were in for surprises i mean You have Spurs versus Liverpool. You you might have Arsenal fans migrating to the Himalayas or somewhere with no internet if Spurs go on to win that. And uh, Liverpool fans will rub it into the United fans and uh, the others if they win it. Well, uh, jokes aside, congratulations to all the four English sides who've made it to the finals. And um, it's... As... as, a pragmatic person, I can say that we can't control what our rivals do, but we can surely ensure that we do our job. And there's a lot of work to be done at Arsenal, but hey, we've got a European final, our first since 2006. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to this short and sweet episode of the Pan and podcast, 45 episodes done. We'll be back for episode 46 on Monday. Slomo and I will be back together. Um, experiencing some travel issues here by the way but anyway the show must go on and I hope you love this thank you for all your love do listen to us on Google and Apple podcast we are also on Hubhopper an independent podcasting platform including 8 other audio platforms Pocketcast, Spotify etc I have had so much fun talking to you guys and I will definitely be back with everything from the weekend On Monday. Thank you so much guys. Thank you so much for the love. Here's your host Prasad Bhutkar signing out